It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I'd say good show lined up for you. Of course, we got Tom and Harvey producing the show back in the studio. I'm with you for the next three hours. Uh, Bob Washusen's going to join us on the show. Is uh, we, we just heard a clip from... Robert Sala talking about uh, Zach Wilson excited to get back on the football field, traveling to Pittsburgh to take on a Pittsburgh Steelers team. Thank goodness no TJ Watt uh, trying to run him down. So that's a positive. So uh, lengthy discussion we will have with Bob Washusen about Zach Wilson getting back into action, making his NFL debut uh, this coming Sunday at 1 o'clock, which, by the way, reminder, you can listen to the show right here on 98.7 ESPN. Um so, uh, so also we'll, we'll talk about what's going on with the Giants as well. Disappointing loss uh, on Thursday night, of course. Um, uh, or I'm sorry, Sunday night. Thursday night is tomorrow. And, of course, that is Cincinnati and Miami. So disappointing loss uh, on Monday night uh, with, of course, the Giants going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Some injuries for the Giants in that regard. And, uh, and so we'll, we'll talk Giants, we'll talk Jets, we'll talk NFL, we'll talk some fantasy, getting ready for week four. Can you believe it's week four of the NFL season? But I do want to start the show talking about, of course, the Yankees. Um, as we were just moments away, first pitch is in about three minutes. By the way, uh, you know me. If you do, you know uh, <laughs> I ran into uh, a very nice woman today at the dog park, and she said, um, I told my husband that uh, I run into you at the dog park and he calls you the degenerate. Should Guys, should I take that as a compliment? I think I should, right? The fact that some random woman at the dog park recognized me, but her husband calls me a degenerate. So... Uh, first a of all, lot to one unpa- a lot to unpack there Tom I know you're gonna tread lightly <laughs> I, I know I, you're gonna I know you're gonna <laughs> tread lightly but uh, this is what happened this is what happened this evening so first of all hi everyone mm-hmm. I will tread hi. lightly um <laughs> you know what At, I'm just happy that if you like being recognized out in public <laughs> then this is a great thing I don't know about the degenerate <laughs> comment so much but I mean if you take if you take it as a compliment then I will uh, support you but I would not see that as a compliment necessarily so I was called a degenerate today uh, by a, a woman at the do- and and who didn't seem to me as like a huge sports fan but obviously her husband is uh, and is is uh, I, I guess shocked that she met me at the dog park but nonetheless listen it's tongue-in-cheek it's fine uh, if, if you know anything about me? I'm very, I'm easily approachable. Come say hi. I'm happy to talk to folks. It's great. And I think it's funny that I'm labeled as a, as a degenerate and it's fine. Cause I, I pretty much am. Listen, uh, the first part is acknowledge is accepting who you are and that's who I am. So with that being said, I'm all over the blue Jays tonight, by the way, on the money line at plus one Oh five. Uh, let's be honest. This is a Yankees team that clinched last night. You think that they were, we saw them downing the bubbly, right? We saw them downing the bubbly in in the clubhouse. You don't think they celebrated last night? Hell yeah, they celebrated last night. So, um so I'm I'm all over the Blue Jays tonight. Of course, we got Garrett Cole going. He's 12 and 7 with a 3.49 ERA. 
Um, here's the thing about Garrett Cole tonight, by the way. He's five. Ooh, this is what I want to do. I want to call this up, pitching prospects. Um, so I'm going to play the over here. Hold on. Let me get this in. See, look, I am a degenerate. Am I not? I'm sitting here trying to get my wagers in while I'm hosting a show. It's called multitasking. So a few things. Number one before, because we've got about a minute before first pitch. I'm all over about the Blue Jays because, again, the Yankees clinched. They probably celebrated last night. Meanwhile, uh, this is a Blue Jays team still trying to um, clinch tonight for that wild card spot. Uh you know, you've got a front office that called out Vlad. I think he responds tonight as well. And, um, and, and this is Garrett Cole, who's given up 31 home runs so far this season. So I've got Vlad hitting a home run at 6-1 to one against Garrett Cole tonight. I've got Garrett Cole going over 7.5 strikeouts tonight at minus 120. Why? He's five strikeouts away from, uh, from overpassing Ron Guidry with the single season record of 248. Um, also, I am going to put some coin on Aaron Judge hitting a home run tonight, and you could get that at plus 250. Why? Little nugget for you. His batting coach made the trip to Toronto. Hmm. I bet you didn't even know. Did you guys even know? Did you even know that Aaron Judge has a batting coach outside of the Yankees facility? So that makes sense to me. I just didn't think he would travel to Toronto necessarily and travel with the team because the team has their own staff. I don't think I don't think he traveled with the team. I don't think he travels with the team. Oh, so sir. he just so he just traveled separately then. I think this is kind of like how like Tom Brady, how Tom Brady has his own trainer, who for a short period of stint, a cup of coffee, was allowed to set up his office in the uh, Patriots facility. Remember that? And then that was all taken away and, and then all hell broke loose and Tom Brady wanted out. So, um, so kind of same philosophy, how Tom Brady has his own trainer, TB 12, ooh la la, um, same philosophy. So I I was, and, and I was just notified of this. I just stumbled upon this while I was at a, tailgate party prior to the Giants Dallas Cowboys game I was informed of this and whenever this batting coach this hitting coach that typically joins him on the road on occasion wink wink the week after he spends time with this batting coach apparently is when Aaron Judge goes off it's it's a tweak it's like it's like it's visiting it's 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 having like a 1975 Jaguar who every now and then needs a mechanic. Does that make sense? So he needs he needs it he needs he needs to be tweaked every now and then. And apparently this batting coach joins him on the road on occasion and after he meets with this batting coach, apparently he goes on a tear. How about that? How about that? for a little nugget tonight at 7:10 p.m. on a hump day. I mean, listen, Aaron, whatever whatever it takes to keep Aaron Judge happy and re-sign with the Yankees. If they allow this, then hallelujah, great stuff. I mean, it, if it helps Aaron Judge, even better. If it helps him break the record and finally lets the Marises get to go home and enjoy some peace and quiet, then even better. You know what? I can actually get behind this then. 
Yeah. So, so of course we're, we're talking about the record and it's all about the record. And of course uh, we, we will stay on top of this, uh, the, the Yankees game as well as the Mets game, but obviously the Yankees game more important. Why? Uh, because Aaron judge is looking for that, that 61 and I bet he can't wait to hit it. Um, because uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's been too long, right? Six, uh, I'm sorry, seven straight games that he's been at 70, um, 11 walks in 30 plate appearances since he hit home run number 60, 33 pitches were only 14 of them were strikes. And this is his longest drought, by the way, of not hitting a home run is nine games and that happened in August. So this is seven straight games uh, right now. So it's not his longest drought, but it is a pretty long one, especially since we are just, I, I feel like each and every day, we're just waiting, hanging, um, hoping for that 61 so that the Yankees and Aaron Judge can put this behind them and really start focusing on the postseason, right? We've got eight games remaining. Now, here's my question mark, and I want to open up the phone lines, 800-919-3776. Now that we got my degenerate bets in, which, again, I'm on the Blue Jays at plus, plus 105 on the money line. And also, I am going to throw some coin on Aaron Judge hitting the home run at plus 250. Uh, I'm going to throw some money on Aaron Judge hitting an RBI at plus, one, plus 150. Um, I've got Vlad hitting a home run at 6-1, to one, and I've got Garrett Cole over 7.5 strikeouts because he's 5 away. From, uh, from from surpassing Ron Guidry of that, si- that single season record at 248. But with that being said, eight games remaining. Will Aaron Judge play all eight games? Listen, this is a team right now, the Yankees, they're resting a lot of their players. You see this lineup tonight? I, I mean, it's a bunch of no names. Besides Hicks, of course, and Donaldson. Okay. Um, but... We're not met, we're not resting Judge. He is DHing, by the way. He's de, he's DHing tonight, but I'm sure that this is a Yankees organization that wants to rest him. And and don't get me wrong, this feat is enormous, and I get it. I get it, right? How many times, you know, will, will there ever be another Yankee that will be as close to Roger Maris's record than Aaron Judge is right now? No, probably not. Okay. I understand, but isn't it like bigger picture here for Yankee fans? Like, okay, we're eight games away. Granted, yes, you can sleep easy at night knowing that they clinched the American League East, which means that they're going to get somewhat of a buy. It is. It, it is a buy. It's a buy because the wild card teams have to play a three-game series. So you can say, come on, Anita, are you overreacting? Are you being a drama queen here? Because... You know, they do get a buy because they clinched the American League East. Okay, well, if I'm being a drama queen, then why are all the other players? Why why is Stanton? Why are all the other players getting time off, rest time? Well, it's because the organization wants to support Aaron Judge and his quest to hit 61, if not 62. But is that compromising? Let's be honest. The reason that the 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 Yankees are where they are right now is because such a historic season that Aaron Judge has been having. So, again, I understand and I respect the Yankees organization for what they're saying and what they're doing. But, you know, Yankee fans, does this not sit well with you? Or are you like, you know what? 
you have confidence that both can be achieved, that they won't rest Aaron Judge until he hits 62, whether that's tonight, tomorrow, three games from now, four games from now, there's eight games remaining, and you're not worried about the load management, quote-unquote, that the Yankees are, are having with the other players on this team, but not Aaron Judge because of his quest for 61-62. It's an interesting conversation to have. 800-919-3776. Okay? Uh, let's have it when we get back. Anita Marks with you again in for Dan Grasso tonight here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. You've got Donaldson and Peraza, of course, uh, each with an RBI. So Aaron Judge, four walks last night. So as we know, he's, he's stuck at 60. Um, he's got seven straight games. This will be the eighth, if he does not hit a home run tonight, that he will be stuck at 60. He, coming into this game, he has 11 walks in 30 at plate appearances since he hit number 60. So he was walked earlier tonight. So that's 12 walks in 31 plate appearances. 33 of his pitches have been strikes. And gentlemen, uh, you have the game up in, in, in your studio. And Tom, if you can, kind of share with our listeners, you know, so what, what are you seeing? How are you seeing um, Mitch White pitch to him tonight? So, first off, Yankees 3 nothing. Sacrifice fly scores in Josh Donaldson. There we go. So, Anthony Rizzo and Gleyber Torres, before I get to my thoughts, they're co-managing with Aaron Boone, sort of, and they are already Hall of Famers in my book as managers with this uh, lead already. <laughs> but um, from what I've seen from White and all of the other pitchers that have thrown to judge in the recent days, they're throwing completely around him. They're giving him really only off-speed pitches to choose from, not a lot of drivable pitches in the middle of the zone like you might see in the regular season when there's not, I guess, so much at stake really, but when you have more room to work with. So a lot of sliders, a lot of sinkers to Aaron Judge, and that results in a lot of walks, including the one in his leadoff at-bat tonight. Also, keep in mind, guys, um, you know, because there's a lot of the starters are being rested, there's really no protection around him. 
and 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 we talked about it over the weekend and 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 harvey i know you and i talked about it here in, in the break and you said you know you you felt that i was right in what i said on the weekend i don't want to be that guy i don't want to be in the record books that gives up 61 to uh to, to aaron judge and there there might and, and there might be some dudes out there that are like you know i pitched to him and i failed but at least i pitched to him oh, you know 100 and i think the fact that you know whether it's like the ego of an athlete that just doesn't want to get defeated and be put on like i guess the wrong side of history um you eventually a pitcher which will, will just like either lose control of one and it hangs up in the play and it gets sent over the yard and that could be 61 but once that happens then nobody wants to be number 62 you know so it's like it becomes ever evolving and now it's like when pitchers are behind in the count 3-1 3-2 they're just going to walk judge because they don't want they don't want to be put on like on a highlight for forever. Yeah, I, I mean, I hear you. Uh, Mitch White, by the way, one in six with a five twelve ERA this season. So uh, he's pitching I, like I, it. <laughs> he is pitching like it, isn't he? Um, he's not even well. Actually, into the first inning, um, and he gave up uh, two hits, three runs. And uh, zero strikeouts, walked two as well. I'm sorry, three yeah, three earned runs, two hits, and uh, and no strikeouts, but no home runs, and and no home runs, of course, to Aaron Judge uh, at his first at bat. So we will keep you posted, of course, on on that. Um, and and I'd love to hear from Yankee fans. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six as. And, and, and guys, I would love to hear from you as well. I don't want to leave you guys out of the show. And, and that is, you know, if you are a Yankees fan and the bigger picture to you, yeah, you know, you're, you're excited for Aaron Judge. You want him to break the, Roger Maris's record. Maybe you don't. Maybe there's some people out there who are like, no, I don't want Aaron Judge to break his record. Okay, you're very few. You're an outlier. You're very few and far between. I think the majority of people out there are rooting for him to do so. But, you know, the the bigger picture here is for this team to win a World Series. And you want the team to do what's right to help the team and have the team in the best situation possible to do that. Hence why they're resting so many players. And we've got a lineup tonight that you're like, whoa, what? <laughs> you know? Um, but they're not resting Aaron Judge. Granted, you know, he's not playing the outfield, but he is definitely DHing. So, you know... I, I'm just curious. I would love to hear from some of our listeners out there. 800-919-3776. Does, not, does, does that not sit well with you? That would be tough for me if I was a fan of the Yankees. Because at the end of the day, the most important thing for me is that the team wins the World Series. Yes, I'm rooting for Aaron Judge to break the home run record. But at the end of the day, if you were to ask me what's more important, Anita, it's to win a World Series. No. You could say, Anita, relax. You're being a drama queen. They could accomplish both. Okay. I'm curious. Harvey? I would want every great thing possible to happen to the Yankees, including winning a World Series, whether it's Judge getting 61-62, whether it's Gleyber Torres continuing to become hot at the plate. He's rolling, by the way. He's been batting RBIs left and right. And my biggest thing, apart from the Judge thing tonight, is the man pitching tonight, Garrett Cole, because he's been slumping. He, for some reason, can't um, keep the ball in the yard. He's been giving up home runs left and right. And against this Blue Jays lineup, I want him to see how he manages against this lineup because I don't want him to 
you know, go into the fifth inning with like 90 to 100 pitches, giving up RBIs and home runs. I need him to prove to me or us Yankee fans in general the ace, quote unquote ace, that he's meant to be, the, that he's meant to be paid of. So I need him to put up some zeros in this board tonight. You know, another another caveat here is it's it's not just the home run uh, record that that Aaron judges after. It's also winning the triple crown in the American League in the American League. And uh, as we know, nobody's going to catch up to him in regard to home runs or RBIs. But it's all about his batting average, and he comes in here at at three fourteen. So it, I guess I'm just I'm just saying this is just a lot for the Yankees to to juggle with, in my opinion, right? Um, and, and you want to do what's best for the team, but you all also want to do what's right for your player. And um, and you know, I, I think I think this could be, and I think this is a pretty difficult situation. Tom, agree or disagree? Okay, Tom's getting a call. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll continue with your calls. 800-919-3776. Um, also, David O'Brien, who covers the uh, the uh, um, Atlanta Braves for The Athletic, joins me on the show as well. Uh, we're going to dive into, of course, um, uh, you know, the situation with the Mets in what's on the horizon because of Hurricane, the hurricane that's out there. Is it Ian? Is it Ian? I, I don't, everybody calls it something different, but regardless, I'm sitting here, I'm in the studio, I'm, I'm hosting, but I also, on one of my TVs, I, I have, uh, you know, the news on and it's just, it, it's, it's, it's a horrible, horrible storm. But what does this mean for the Atlanta Braves? What does this mean for the Mets in that series? We're going to dive into that as well. So we'll get your calls. Uh, when we get back, Frank, you'll be first up, 800-919-3776. And then I want to switch gears, and I want to talk about the Mets and the Atlanta Braves because that series is probably one of the most important series that is going to be played out for the remainder of the regular season and what's going to dictate, A, who wins the National League East and what that means in regard to the seeding as we get closer to the postseason. So we'll dive out all into all of that next, and I'm really excited David O'Brien is going to join us as well here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Let's get to your calls. 800-919-3776. We go to Frank in Tom's River. Good evening, Frank. How you doing? Hey, Zita. How's it going? Great show. Thank you. 
Um, I wanted to say something. I think that your listeners will disagree with me, but I think Aaron Judge should have been rested tonight also. Yeah, I, I, Frank, listen, I, I hear you uh, again because the big picture here is for this team to win a World Series. And let's be honest, they right. wouldn't be where they right. are today if it wasn't for Judge, but you're going against what you would do because you want to support him in his quest for 61, <laughs> right? Like it's Right, right. But you know what? With two nights off, I'm thinking he'll, he'll eight more games to go. He has at least two or three more home runs in them. Uh, or even more. I mean, you know, but he's been going for like the last few nights. I could see he's getting tired out there. You know, he, for every, you know, he's been out there every day. He's getting tired. <laughs> right. Right. Frank, solid call. Appreciate it. Uh, and, and as I said, if, if you're just tuning in now, um, I, I, I got a little nugget. I was at a, a Tiza um, t- tailgate on Monday night for the Giants Dallas Cowboys game. And, uh, and and was there with a few uh, Yankee players, ex ex Yankee players, and apparently Aaron Judge has a hitting coach that occasionally joins him when he's on the road. This is outside of the Yankees hitting coach, and whenever he spends some time with his Yankees coach, the next series after that he unleashes. So, hold on one second. Let's let's take a look at the schedule. Um. Because maybe it's not, <clears throat> maybe it's not this series. But what is coming up? So maybe it's against Baltimore, right? I don't know. Listen, hopefully he hits it tonight. It, it, it's it's not like it's not like Mitch White is the end all be all of starting pitchers in Major League Baseball, right? Like uh, like I said, what is he? What I, one in six with a five twelve ERA? Here's the thing, though, and, and we've been talking about this. Like I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy that gives up 61 or gives up 62. And um, and as of right now, Aaron Judge has 12 walks in 31 plate appearances since he hit number 60. Is that going to continue tonight? But typically the trend is when his batting coach joins him on the road, the next series is when he unleashes. So will it be against the Baltimore Orioles back in New York on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. It's a good possibility. It's a good possibility, right? Let's go to Wilson in Roxbury. Wilson, welcome in. Good evening. Hello. Hi. Hey, Anita, how you doing? Hey, listen, um, I wanted to ask you about Daniel Jones. Okay. Because, uh, I got to hear all the time, well, we don't know if it's a franchise quarterback, so if we don't know by now, then he's not the game. Let me tell you something. If Daniel Jones wasn't playing against the Dallas Cowboys this past Monday, uh, this, this score would have been 40 to 10. I'm going to give you, I'm gonna give you eight, eight names, and then, uh, and then I'll, I'll hear, and then I hang up. I'll give you, obviously, Tom Brady and Rodgers. I'll give you Kyler Murray. I'll give you... Um, Justin Herbert, I'll give you Josh Allen, I'll give you Joe Burrow. I'll even give you Trevor Lawrence, okay? That's nine out of the 32 quarterbacks. Find me another quarterback that is so much better, like head, head and toes over Daniel Jones after those eight quarterbacks. And I was looking, and I'd rather have Daniel Jones. I mean, he's a 6'5 quarterback, right, with a great arm, 
and they compare him to uh, to uh, uh, Ryan Tannehill. He's a much better athlete than Ryan Tannehill, and he's a he's got a stronger arm. So I don't know what Giants fans want. Not everybody could be Patrick Mahomes. What do you think, Anita? Yeah, Wilson, it's a solid call. Um, I'm going to get into some Daniel Jones talk, and I appreciate it. I'm going to get into some Daniel Jones and some Giants talk in our second hour. So please stay tuned to that. But I'm I'm with you, especially, you know, granted, yeah, the Giants lost on, on Monday night against the Dallas Cowboys, but I, I don't know very many quarterbacks that would have been able to sustain and be able to uh, complete the passes and, and, and execute the athleticism that we saw from Daniel Jones against that pass rush. So, but we'll, we'll be getting into some NFL talk in the second hour. Uh, quick break. We come back. Uh, David O'Brien from The Athletic is going to join me. Let's talk about the Mets and uh, what's going on with the hurricane and how that's going to affect their series against Atlanta next here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you uh, in for Dan Grassa tonight and talking all things Major League Baseball as, um, of course, uh, the Mets, a very... Uh, how would I explain it? Um, what, what adjective would I use? A stressful last few games of the season. And many people feel that it's going to come down to that three game series against Atlanta to decide who wins the National League East and who gets in as that wild card spot. Uh, David O'Brien, who covers the, uh, the Atlanta Braves for the Athletic, is joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. David, welcome in. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm great. I'm great. Like, you know, it's interesting that in listening to a few of the, the Mets players um, talk about, you know, the remaining games of the season, they're calling it exciting, um, electric, like, uh, you know, a, a part of me, like, and, 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 you know, I, I'm an athlete. I get it. I love competition. I definitely rise to the occasion. I, I get what they're feeling, but a part of me is like, wow. It must be so much nicer to like be be able to like cruise into the postseason like a team like the Yankees, right? Um, like a team like the Astros, like a team like the Dodgers, who've already like won their division, right? Well, I would have to disagree, only because I've seen the Braves so many times, especially back in the '90s when they clinched as early as the Dodgers did this year, and almost every time. 
that when they tried to flip the switch and go back to intense mode when the postseason started, they failed to do it, and they usually fell behind, lose the first game of the series in the first in the first series, and then they're playing catch up the rest of the way. Uh, as opposed to when they've gone in, when they've been pushed all the way to the end, when and and Snicker, Brian Snicker, the manager, talked about that this afternoon. He, he said he prefers this. He, he'd rather be on edge to the end and uh, go in playing your best ball and, and not have time to relax and set your rotation and everybody rest and and uh, you know. I don't think it's a coincidence so many teams have gone in as wild cards and done so much damage. I think three or four at least have won the World Series. The Marlins have won the World Series twice. They've never won a division title in their history. Uh, it's it's great insight. And, yeah, you're, you're definitely on to something, and, and I totally can see where you're coming from. Um, uh, be, before we start talking about the postseason, let's talk about what the Braves have been able to do, right? Like they've won four straight – and, you know, they've had a, a great after the the trade deadline. Uh, and, and I should say after like, right, like they brought up some guys from the farm system that obviously have yeah. contributed, ha, that obviously have contributed. Kind of talk about I the switch, it. right? Like talk about the switch. Like what is making this Braves team have such a different second half of the season than they did in the first well, it really started at the end of May. The first two months were bad. They were 23 and 27, I think, at the end of uh, May. And they were really getting nothing out of the center field position. Ronald Cunha Jr. was on the IL. And when they brought him back, they didn't want to play him in center field. They were going to play him in right field or DH him. So they were getting nothing out of center field. And then they had injuries. Uh, Adam Duvall was struggling, and then he got hurt. So they were they made the move that surprised a lot of us and brought up Michael Harris the second, who's their top, who was their top position player prospect, but who had only played about 40 games in Double A and none above that, and they brought him straight to the majors, put him in center field. He's played every game and he's been outstanding. And he's mm-hmm. gonna win. if he doesn't win Rookie of the Year, his teammate Spencer Strider will win it. But uh, it's going to be one, two, those guys. And Strider, at the same time that Harris came up at the end of May, May 28th, Harris came up to be specific. Um, Strider moved from the bullpen to the starting rotation, and he was a strikeout machine in the bullpen, and they moved him over the rotation to kind of solidify the back of the rotation, and he's been dynamite. And he's on the I.L. right now, but he'll be back for the postseason. Uh, but he, he was the fastest to 200 strikeouts in Major League history for beating Randy Johnson's record from back in the day when Randy had 300-some strikeouts. He got there 200 strikeouts in 130 innings. I mean, he's been phenomenal. So – those two, I would say, have been the biggest reasons for the turnaround was started in June. started June 1st. They've won 14 in a row, and they haven't looked back since then. So uh, that's really when it started, well before the All-Star break. But that was the biggest thing. If I had to, if I had to point a, a finger on one thing, it would be those two guys, those two rookies. Yeah, Magic Mike is uh, as a lot of folks uh, a lot of folks like to call him and you were talking about Strider. So uh, give us an update in regard to uh, he's got an ob- he's dealing with an oblique injury, right? Yeah, it's not anything serious, uh, at least I don't think so. I think if uh, it was more precautionary, and it was also a good way for them to, uh, you know, he's he's about 30, 35 innings over his career high that he said last year. This is only his second professional season because he was drafted in the year the pandemic didn't have a uh, minor league season. Um, and this is his second pro season, and last year, this is a kid who started last year in low A, got promoted four times in one year, which is almost unheard of, and made his major league debut in the last weekend of last season. And he ended up with 95 innings or whatever. And this year he's got 130-something. So this was a good way to kind of 
uh, curtail that, give him a little rest, and have him ready for the postseason. It wasn't, it wasn't, he didn't feel a tear or anything like that. It was more soreness in his left side. Uh, and he did it, in, I mean, he felt it after a game in which he had, you know, 10 strikeouts in, uh, in, uh, six innings or, uh, you know, to set that record that I was talking about. So, uh, the next day was a little sore. So I, I think he'll be fine when the postseason starts, but they, uh, they shut him down to, uh, to make sure that he'd be ready. Um, again, David O'Brien joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. He covers the Braves for the Athletic. And uh, so now you've got a Mets team. Unfortunately, they lost to Miami last night, 6-4. Carrasco struggling as of late, was only able to get through three innings. His curveball has been lost. Um, and he's been dealing with an oblique as well. But, of course, you have an Atlanta team that won yesterday. So now these two teams, really, it's – I truly – and I said this months ago, right? Like, I truly believe it's going to come down to this three-game series. But a big reason why I wanted to have you on tonight was to talk about Hurricane Ian and Ian Ian and, and what's happening. Of course, it's down in South Florida, but, of course, it's going to make its way north. And, I'm, and, and Atlanta's going to get some, some, some issues from it. So what, like, what are you hearing in regard to what you think Major League Baseball is going, going to do about this three-game series? Both these teams have Thursday off. Do they move it up to Thursday? Do no, they move it, do they move it somewhere they're, they're else? They're not talking about moving. No, they're not going to do either of those things because uh, the Braves have already played. After tonight, they'll have played 13 games in a row. The, the Mets had two days off in the last week. So it's a competitive disadvantage for the Braves with pitching and all that. Um, the Braves have sold out all three games because they've had almost 40 sellouts this year at home. And a lot of people down here bought tickets in, in Atlanta have bought tickets to that series and been aiming for it all, all, you know, for a long time. And I know you can't make decisions based just on that, but if you bought a ticket for that series and you've been aiming for it, you bought a, you're going Saturday or Sunday, whatever, to all of a sudden tell somebody it's going to be played Thursday, it's a little rough, you know? So if they can avoid doing that, they're going to do that. And, but bigger reason is, you know, like I said, they they got 13 straight games, and if they play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they, you know, they're going to have to play 16 straight games, and uh, uh, and it's a little hard on the pitching at this point of the season to do that if you don't have to. So, um, if they were going to play Thursday, they would have already said it. You know, Major League Baseball is not going to say at midnight tonight we're playing tomorrow. So, I, I would, I would, I would uh, be shocked if it was rescheduled for Thursday. Now they could move it up to Friday afternoon instead of Friday night to make sure they get it in before uh, we get to start getting the effects of the, you know, it's going to be mostly rain and some wind here probably. Um, and, you know, the reason they, they haven't done anything yet is because the, the storm is tracking differently than it was a few hours ago. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you can plan ahead all you want, but if the storm moves all of a sudden, you may, you change these games and you didn't have to, you know, it's going, to, it's going to be pretty bad. I mean, if you, they're going to move it to a neutral site. I mean, the Braves are not going to give up three 42,000 uh, fans, 42,000 uh, uh, capacity sold-out games to, and play at a neutral site. Uh, that's a lot of money. <laughs> not to mention the competitive disadvantage you're at by not playing those games at home when you played all those games in New York already. So that that's not going to happen. I mean, I would be really surprised if that happened. Um, it's happened before. But not in such a huge series at the end of the season that's going to decide a division title with all sellouts. I mean, I was covering a Marlins team when a, they had a, a series canceled one time when a hurricane was approaching, but that's an entirely different animal. You know, it was earlier in the season, you know, there wasn't a division race on the line and all that. So um, 
from people I talk to, that's not even that's not going to that's not really being considered seriously. What they might do is move the game up Friday, and uh, and play possibly a split doubleheader on Sunday if they have to. Because if it does hit here, it's going to probably be Saturday. I mean, that's what it's called the forecast calls for right now, and Sunday should be okay. And they're scheduled to play Sunday night right now, so it wouldn't be hard to make that a split doubleheader and play one and seven on Sunday. And you Got still it. get all your gate. You still get your 42,000 tickets. Got it. Listen, it's all about the Benjamins, right, David? It's all yeah. about the <laughs> – Hey, it is. I mean, let's, let's, let's not kid ourselves, you know? And that game's on TV on ESPN Sunday night too as well. So, I mean, it's just uh, – logistically, I understand as much as we can sit here and say it would just make so much more sense to play – tomorrow and play a doubleheader Friday and then you got all the games in and then it doesn't matter what happens Saturday and Sunday, but it's just not that easy when you're talking about games of this magnitude. This is not, you know, the Braves playing the Marlins in front of 12,000 people in Miami, you know? No, absolutely not because so much is riding on this. Obviously the winner wins the National League East and then we'll face right. either, they're not the, move either... The game to New York. I heard some people say that. Why don't they just play the game in New York? Well, yeah, I'm sure the Mets would love to play the game in New York, play the whole series in New York. But that's not going to happen. I'm sure. I'm sure they would. And 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 again, so much so much writing on this, especially because the Dodgers are the best team. Some would argue, right? Um, in 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 Major League Baseball. So the winner, of right. course, you know, gets that gets that wild card. You know, uh, gets that first round buy. That buy this year has probably never been more important than it is in this particular case. Uh, the difference between getting the first round buy and having to play that series and use two or all three of your best starters in a wild card series, and then face the Dodgers with your number three or your number four starter going in game one. I mean, that's a rough task right there. So the difference is just monumental. And you might have a team you feel like can really win the World Series, but it, you're totally at a disadvantage if you're, you know, going up against the Dodgers with your back of your rotation guy going against their number one. Exactly. So, so again, just to kind of paint the picture for our listeners out there. So whoever wins the National League East, of course, avoids the wild card three game series, gets to sit back and wait to see who wins between. If, 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 the, if the series was to end today, if, if the season was to end today, and let's say the Mets win the National League East, then they would sit back and wait and to uh-huh. see who they play between the Phillies and the Cards. Meanwhile, the Padres and the Braves would battle it out in the wild card, and whoever wins that yep. would then have to take on the Dodgers. So obviously, it's just yeah, it's so monumental. Padres. Yep. Right. It, it and would... the Braves also get another three or four days rest for Spencer Strider. We were talking about him earlier. I mean, that's right. really another week's rest for him. They could put him and slide him in the number three spot if they wanted to. For a uh, for a uh, division series, if they had a wild card burst, so they're talking about another whole week for him to rest that oblique. So, I mean, it's just really big the difference. The, the odds of of getting to the World Series and winning it, I would say, uh, are drastically affected by whether or not you have to play that first round in this in this particular year. In this case, in the opponent that is waiting in round two. David O'Brien joining us here on 98.7 ESPN covering the uh, Atlanta Braves for the athletic. Uh, Just really quick before we let you go, the pitching rotation expected um, in this series against Atlanta, uh, Bassett, DeGrom and Scherzer, um, you know, who are they going to be going up against in in those three games? Uh, You got Freed, Wright and, uh, and uh, Charlie Morton. 
because Strider would be the number it would be in there probably okay. if, uh, if, he, if he wasn't hurt. But Charlie Morton uh, is uh, your third guy. Ooh, this is going to be so, so. Morton and, and Morton and Max. Morton versus Max. <laughs> Sunday yeah, night on ESPN. He still <laughs> he still had some big games, but he still he still has a big game now and then. He's not the Charlie of last year even, but uh, he's had some really good games and he usually steps up. And uh, you know he's a postseason pedigree. It's pretty pretty rich. So we'll see if he can step up Sunday night. I mean, um, it, it's not definitive. It's not definite. They could alter it and and and, and move. Uh, all the guys have rest, normal rest or more rest. So they could switch it up if they wanted to and have uh, have him go on Saturday if they wanted to. But I, that's the way it shapes up right now. Right. Um, thank you, David. Thank you so much for spending some time with us this evening. I, I so appreciate it um, in, in previewing what's what's going on with the Braves and, and how exciting this series is going to be. Um, please, right. you and your family, please be safe uh, with this hurricane. And, um, and, yep. and let's hope it works out the way that you're anticipating it to work out where maybe they move the game up on Friday Get it played. Everybody hunker down through Saturday and then play two games on Sunday. We'll see if if that's exactly how it pans out. David, thank you so much. You got it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. David O'Brien joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Phone lines are open, 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you. You want to chime in? Mets fans, your thoughts. Of course, the importance of this Mets team. Like I said, man, you lose. Now you've got to play three-game series. (laughs) for the wild card. And if you do win more than likely against the Padres, then you have to travel to Los Angeles to take on the Dodgers. Boy, uh, this three game series against Atlanta is going to be so uber important. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you. 98.7 ESPN.